everybody. This is the Follow You Anywhere podcast, and we are on episode 41. And I am back after a great time at the Florida Baptist Convention annual meeting. And I'm here with Cam, and we've got a special guest today. Go ahead and say what's up. Hi, I'm Kanan Wurzelbacher. Yeah, Kanan is with us today, and Kanan feels like the Lord might be calling him into ministry someday. Uh, hasn't, it doesn't know for sure right now, but I don't know. I think, Kanan, you're pretty confident, aren't you? Yeah, I think it's going to happen. You but... think it's going to happen? <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Tell everybody how old you are, Kanan. I'm 10 years old. I'll be 11 on the 19th of November. Um, it's coming up. I'm on, I'm in fifth grade. Yeah, the 19. Well, that's like in four days. Yeah. Yeah, so you're about to be 11. You're in the fifth grade. And talk to the listeners a little bit about how you have sensed that God may be calling you into ministry. Well, ever since that we moved here, like, I haven't really seen very much of pastoring because when I was in Kentucky, I've lived in a bunch of places, so Kentucky, Ohio, um, Indiana and all of those places. So, but I haven't really figured out how to be a pastor since I moved here till I actually got to see how it was like. And then I felt like God was calling me. Yeah. Okay. So you're doing a little shadowing with us today. And so why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about what you've experienced from your perspective and have you learned anything about what a day in the office of a pastor looks like? It seems busy, I can tell you that. <laughs> well, no, it's not busy. You talk to people and they say, it's the easiest job in the world. We only work one day a week. It is easy, but I mean, like, there's a lot of people. <laughs> like a lot of people in one building trying to do a billion things at once. So Yeah. It's a lot of, I would say it's a lot of stuff you have to be have planned before yeah. Sunday. Like that's a lot of stuff, especially since you only have six days to do it. Yeah, right. yeah, there's a lot of planning that goes into it, a lot of behind-the-scenes work that a lot of people don't see, and uh, you've just been a part of, uh, a small part of that this morning, but yeah, Monday's always the day where what we do here is we like to, you know, kind of like a coach uh, does after a big game, we like to review the game tape of our Sunday morning service, and so I was kind of explaining that process to Canaan and was talking about, you know, how we watch the service and we're, we're really looking for any kind of technical difficulties or things that don't go right with the audio, things that don't go right with the slides or, you know, areas that, that we need to improve and do better on. And his response was, oh, you mean like that time when you said Jesus died the death that he deserved? And I'm like, yes, just like that time. So Got he him. busted me out pretty quick. God, uh, best part of my day, if I'm being honest. <laughs> best, best part of my day. I didn't even have to pay him to do it. Best part of my day. To, to be fair, I, I got some clarification, uh, and I asked, so did you notice that when it happened or whenever I came back and I clarified it the next week? And he said... Uh, that that him and his sister actually both noticed it, but it wasn't until it was clarified next week, and so maybe it wasn't that big of a blunder. 
Um, or maybe it was, and uh, he's only 10, fixing to be 11, and so the adults all caught it the first time. But anyway, he's here with us, and we all make mistakes, right, Kanan? Yeah. You've made a few, right? Or are you perfectly obedient to your parents? No one's perfectly obedient, obviously. <laughs> Except Jesus, right? And he's the one that we worship. He's the one that we point people to. What's that quote you said earlier? We all just somebody that's not Jesus. Yeah, that's right. One of the quotes that we heard at the annual meeting at the Florida Baptist Convention was, y'all just all somebody who ain't Jesus. <laughs> I love it. It's true. It is true. And uh, another quote that he uh, he said, uh, kind of going right along with that, talking about everybody trying to you know, compete and really talking about the disciples who were arguing about who's the greatest. It's a small world after all. No, not um, that one. Darn. That's that's actually uh, Disney. Disney, but I'm <laughs> trying to think. Peter Pan or uh, Pinocchio? And I think it's his, its own thing, like standalone. Like it's a small world is its own thing. No, it goes with a movie. Know, what movie I, does it go with? I'm trying to think. I've heard it before. Yes, I have. But I'm trying to think what movie it is. I don't know. I just go back to your thing. I started, I stole your thunder. No, 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 no. No, I'm coming back to my quote, but now you've got to sing the song for us. No. Go ahead and do it. No. No, come on. Kanan wants you to. Nope. Kanan, tell him. I, I didn't say that. Kanan, tell <laughs> him you. Thank you. <laughs> tell him you want him to sing It's a Small World After All. He said, no. I don't. T- tell him. I don't. I don't know what the song is. How See, I, I don't either. Yeah. See, you don't know what the song is, so tell Cam he needs to sing it for us. There he goes. After all, I don't, really don't know what movie that's from now. Well, you're... Cam needs to sing it so we can there, figure out did. what movie it's from. You're just uh, making me laugh so much I can't think. It says It's a Small World is the theme song of the attraction of the same name. Yeah, it's... but what movie does it go with? I don't think it goes... Come on, Google Siri. Tell us the answer to this question. It's what? its own thing. <laughs> okay. That's what I was trying to say. Is your Siri named Google? No. Kanan? No, mine's Alexa. Oh, okay. Your Siri's named Alexa. I got you. It says what? Cam, your Google's not working today. I think it's the internet. <laughs> it says feature it films. Well the today. Lion King? What? <gasps> What? The Lion King? No, that's, that's not can't true. Be right. no, that can't be that's, right. No, Can You Feel the Love Tonight by Elton John. and I Can't Wait to Be King. Yeah, it wasn't saying that it was the theme song of it, oh, but okay. that it was like in it. Oh, what? okay. So in addition to The Lion King, part of the song was hummed by Timon. What? What? Yeah. Home by Timon? No. Yeah, he's humming it while he's doing something. I don't no, know. this is... <sighs> This is so disappointing. I thought it was like an actual theme song for a movie. I, I thought we that. were much more well-versed in Disney than this. I don't, I don't know. I really thought it was Peter Pan or Pinocchio. I thought it was um, Wally. Wally. Beauty and the Beast. Really? <laughs> Little Mermaid. I don't know. You're just naming all the Disney classics. Uh, I am, indeed. Uh-oh. Who are you calling? Phone of Friends. This reminds me of who wants to be a millionaire. Who are you calling? I'm calling my wife. He's phoning a friend. If she answers. <laughs> oh yes. no, she's not gonna answer. Please don't tell me you're not gonna. You're asking. Where's Regis question. when you need him? Oh no, she's not gonna answer. Well, sorry. You want to try the fifty-fifty? Bloop bloop. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Kanan, sorry. That was before your time. We so lost our shot the, at a million dollars. <laughs> the other quote was. Um, Call me back. 
you're trying to be the best of the not yet apprehended crowd. You know, talking about Paul when he read to the church of Philippi and he said that we have not yet attained, we have not yet apprehended, uh, but we lay hold, forgetting of those things which are behind and looking forward to those things which are ahead. We lay hold of the prize of the upward call in Christ Jesus. I mean, something like that. It was paraphrased, but I did it by memory. And so it's okay if it wasn't word for word, wasn't it, Canaan? Yeah. Okay. All right. Making sure. So, Canaan, tell us a little bit about what you have done as a result of feeling like God might be calling you into ministry. So there was some pretty cool things that your parents shared with us that you've been doing since you felt like God might be calling you into ministry. So why don't you share that with the listeners? So I've been trying to make my own little church at my house, actually. It doesn't work out always, I would say, because my siblings don't always try to listen to mm. when I try to, to preach it. Yeah. But... Been there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the audience is not always as captivated as we would like them to be. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. They're not always trying to listen. My sister's always doing her own thing. She's she like isn't really picking like... Picking her nose, eating her no, burger. No. <laughs> She's oh. normally coloring or playing with her dog. Oh, okay. My brother Corbin, he stays in the same room when I'm doing it, but he reads a book which doesn't help, and he doesn't really read it. He just looks at pictures. He's four. Um, my, my other brother, he's seven. He just runs off to do whatever he wants and comes back five minutes later. So Yeah. At least they're not throwing things. How is your sister? Yeah. How is your sister? She's just, what do you, what do you How mean? How old is she? How uh, old is she? She's, um, my sister's nine. Uh-huh. My brother, Kenton, the one who runs off all the time, is seven. And the brother who looks at pictures is four. Mm. Okay, so nine, seven, and four. Now, Kim, if they're not listening to you while you're leading in worship because they're coloring coloring books, we got a whole nother issue. No, no, no. My sister will listen to you, you guys, but she won't listen to me. (laughs) She doesn't listen to me when I preach, but I go, hey, hey, you listen up. So, but she does kind of. She only likes to listen when it's actually something that she likes me to, to, to say about. Like if I'm saying something she already knows, like. If I preach about a story that she already knows, she's like, I'm not. I've heard this before. I'm I've happy. heard this illustration before. Yeah, I'm just, no, I'm just not going to listen. I already know it. I've but read it, this scripture but I'll before. But I'll just stay in here, but you, I've already read this before. That happens. It happens. And it doesn't bother me. You're just going to have to just get used to that because people believe that, and they're it's wrong. They're not right. They're like, oh, I've heard that show before. I know the story. But God always has something in there for you. You even ain't never heard it said like this before. Even if you've heard the story a hundred times, there's still something in there for you. Yeah. I you, try, I read from the book. It's a, it's a, actually like a real-life devotion book. It's called 101 Favorite Stories from the Bible. Have mm. you heard that before? That uh-uh. book? No? It's, a, it's a, just a short book that has a bunch of it's 101 stories from the Bible. And I like do each one like, Pro- specially. Properly named. Yeah, like, and stuff like that. And she, like, you know, last time I did it, I was doing, like, Moses in the Nile River. And she was like, I already heard the story before. I'm done. Boom. That's when you say, you ain't ever heard it preached like this before. And you throw the Bible at her. Listen. No. <laughs> listen oh, while wait. I preach the word of God. Oh, wait. Here we go. You could always what go with doing? the, uh, uh-oh, the phone of friends coming back. Oh. Hello. You are on the podcast. You're on speakerphone. It's a small world, after all. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yes. Wow. Um, Is that Sherry? I... Need your help. We're phoning a friend. That's Courtney. 
This is okay. throwback to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. So, Kanan has never heard of that show before <laughs> because he's 10. But uh, we, we've got a very important question to ask, and Regis is nowhere in sight. We talked about it's a small world. After, after all. Right. Jeremy right. is convinced that it is from or either from or featured in a movie, and I say it's a standalone thing. Like the song. And Google's dumb and because Google doesn't, they Google, gave us the answer of The Lion King. Google said it's hummed by Timon in The Lion King. It's the but, dumbest thing I've ever heard. But Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a standalone ride. It was one of the first rides ever made. But he thinks it was in like Pinocchio. No, or Peter uh-huh. Pan. Or Peter Pan. I, I, I'm pretty sure there was a Peter Pan or Pinocchio <laughs> no, theme in the ride. Uh-huh. A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes is from Pinocchio. Okay. So is it a small world after all? Does it have Peter Pan uh, theme to it in the ride? No. No. Mm. You're wrong. (laughs) Oh, man. I hate it when this happens. (laughs) All right. That's what I needed to know. I knew my Disney expert would fill me in on this one. I mean, A Dream is Always Your Heart might not be from Pinocchio. I just remember the cricket singing a song about dreaming. Yeah, it wasn't, the, it's a small world. What's the one with uh, Peter Pan? Um, I don't remember. I, don't remember. I just know it's not, it's a small world. Yeah. No, it's not, it's a small world. It's a small world was written for the ride. Yeah. yeah. That's why That's in Disneyland it's like its own standalone ride. It's like, yeah. it's one of Walt Disney's like I'm pretty sure dreams. Andy Minio has a song about Peter Pan. Neverland. She does have. She does have a song about Penny Peter Pan. She does. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I am. This is going the wrong direction. Yep. All right. I was right. Thank you for confirming that. We're talking about movies instead of the gospel. All right. I love you. All right. Thanks, Courtney. Oh, Pinocchio is when you wish upon a star. When you you wish upon a star. That. Yeah, that's what Pinocchio is. Not. Not. After all. (laughs) Not. It's a small world. Yeah. After all. When you wish upon a star. A dream is the wish your heart makes is from Cinderella. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, Ariel. We got it all on the Follow You Anywhere podcast. But none of those people followed God into ministry. And so we're we're back with Canaan. And, uh, I mean, God did call Courtney into ministry. It's true. Um, And so, you know, we can talk about y'all's call to ministry another time because we're talking about Canaan. But we will get to Cam being ordained this Sunday. That's exciting. Actually, next Sunday. Uh, Because they're going to hear this tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so let's get back to... I don't even know what we were talking about. (laughs) But but It happens to us sometimes, too. Don't worry about it. It happens to me. But fun fact, I was in the sixth grade when I knew the Lord was calling me into ministry. The sixth grade. So you were a year older and knew that God was calling you into ministry. Now, okay, so wait. You knew God was calling you into ministry, or you sensed that he might be calling you into ministry? I knew he was calling me. You knew? Yep. Canaan? I, I, I made sense. a decision. You sense. sense. Okay, sense. so Canaan's at the sense stage, yeah. but he might get to the I know stage right. I made by the time decision. we're done with this podcast, Maybe. but <laughs> definitely by the time he gets to the sixth grade. Yeah, I knew in the sixth grade I was at a camp, Clayton King was speaking. No way. Yep. New Spring Clayton King? Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, I was at Falls Creek in Oklahoma, and um, 
gave a call for people that felt called into ministry, uh-huh. and I just knew the Lord was laying that on my heart. Had no idea what that looked like, but I knew that that was it. I wanted to. I was giving my life to serve in ministry, and um, so music actually opened up first because uh, on the ride home. Um, I'd always loved music, but I didn't play music. But our youth pastor said, hey, you know, you feel like you're called into ministry. Why don't you start getting plugged in and start serving? What are some areas that you'd like to do that in? And I was like, I'd love to play in the band, maybe. So I started playing bass in the youth band. And he said, you can't play no stinking instrument. It's true. And then he said, learn it. And I said, okay. And the rest is history. So you're saying... That he didn't close the door that God opened. Yes. Isn't it cool how that always happens? Yep. When God opens a door, can't nobody shut that door that God opened. It's true. And when God closes a door... Can't be opened. Come on! Come on! You can't open that door God shut. But, so yeah, so it's kind of cool that you're here and that we're close We're close to the same age. I see Canaan over there. His wheels are turning. He's thinking about preaching that to his family. Yeah. Can't shut a door God opens, and you can't open a door God shuts. Yeah. Preach it. Can't, can't even preach it for us. Can't shut a door that God opens. Wait, did I just say it right? Or yeah. No? Okay. Yeah. Can't shut a, guard that, a door that God opens. Can't close a door that God's... No, I said that. <laughs> no, you got it. Come on. I said the we same got... thing twice. Yeah, you got it. Come on, let's do it Can't again. shut a door that God opens. Can't open a door that God shuts. There That's you right. go. There you go. Amen, brother. That took a while. Hallelujah. Amen. So the other day, my for my I got my dad gives me, up, so I got a birthday present the other day for my dad. He I always an early birthday present. I yeah, know because your always, birthday's not for four more days. I know, but my dad I always ask him because he always says yes that I can have it early. Mm. So wait, does Santa Claus visit before Christmas at your house? No. Okay. All right. Hey, when I was growing up, Santa came early. I mean, he still came on Christmas Day, but, like, he sent his elves to drop off a few small gifts under my tree in my bedroom. Mm. How about that? Wow. So, that, that's because I was getting called into ministry, and he knew it. Mm, I don't think that that's biblical. I don't think that's the way it goes, Cam. Uh, so the birthday Stop making those was, faces at me. All right, let's hear about your birthday gift. The birthday gift was a big radio, actually, that came with a microphone. He bought it for my birthday so I could do like stuff at my party with it, like play music on it. But also I can use it to preach with now. I'm going to like I can play music on it from my yeah. computer that I have. That's awesome. And the other day at night I was just playing music nonstop until it was time to to put it up because my dad was trying to watch T V actually. <laughs> <laughs> so now you just turn it up even louder with the microphone and you say, Can't nobody close the door that God opens. Can't nobody Deny what the Lord is speaking through right. his prophet and servant. So, this, yeah, so I just got it, and I'm really excited to use it. I've only actually used it once. And today I've used it, like, for a half second because I got it out of my room and, and started talking in it. And then, but I didn't realize that my, like, my sister actually was, like, not feeling well. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, she's, my mom's like, turn it off. I'm like, what's wrong? So, so who's like, your dad's like, favorite sports team? I honestly don't know. You don't know? No. No, he's not a sports fan? No, he's a big sports fan, but I don't know what his favorite team is. It depends on what thing it is, but I don't know. Like, Well, next time he's watching a big football game, that's the perfect time to try out your new gift. I think he would really enjoy that. I think 
Pastor Jeremy is setting you up for failure right now. I know. I think so. I'm just or give kidding. The, or give the microphone to him and let him tell the team. Let him put it put in the TV and let the TV say what he's saying for him. To there you go. The yeah, you could do that. I you could do that. I don't think I have the plug for that, but still. Mm. Well, hey, we uh, so we talked a little earlier about your small attendance, and you were talking about how right now the the congregation consists of your three siblings. But uh, we talked a little bit about uh, my first experience, and Cam, I want to hear about your first experience as well. But the first time I ever spoke officially to students as someone that was potentially going to be their youth pastor cam guess how many i had four nope <laughs> lower two two nice and so canaan's family is actually 50 percent bigger, bigger than the first crowd that i spoke to and go. uh and so, so and there I'm, you go and i'm not even the same age as when he started that's right that's right Ooh. yeah he's younger and has got a bigger crowd but and so he's on the road to uh to great things and uh you know everybody's got to start somewhere i don't know if it really counts you had you had more things than like i'll mine are my family members. Hey, the they ones count. That you, they, they count. Are you sure about yeah, that? Yeah, they count. They count. They count. Oh, yeah. 100%. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they I don't count. know about that. No, they do. Hey, we're trying to, yeah. Yeah. They, they count. When we got called to the, the first church I pastored at, we increased the attendance by like 10% from just from our family. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm not lying. I know. I I believe you. I'm serious. I got a bunch of, I have only two cousins, but I have like a bunch of second cousins and third cousins. Yeah. Like. Got to get them all together. They're going to join your church? Family reunion? We used to go to the same church, some of us, but not anymore because they don't, I have nobody that I'm related to that lives in Florida, like permanently lives in Florida. Like I have people who go on vacation that I know. Me neither. So have you sent out invite cards to your extended family to join your church? No. You got an online streaming option? They live in Kentucky. Yeah. Well, you got an online streaming option. They can do it. Uh, well. Go Facebook a- Live. Facebook Live. You Not, learned how to do it a little bit this morning. Uh, yeah. So the some of them may have stuff to do that, but I know some people that that are that I used to be my neighbors in Kentucky that have like the like no remote TVs like the button little square ones uh-huh, uh-huh. like and they don't have like computers or anything they only have like they don't they don't have like normal cell phones bunch of hillbillies they have um, and bunch of country folks out there in Kentucky well yeah it's in country Kentucky <laughs> I think it's fall like the, it's okay Kentu- it's like in I think you mean Kentucky Kentucker 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 is not a thing hey it's okay I for me to joke around about Kentucky because I'm from Arkansas like they're, they're basically brother and sister. <laughs> Everybody's related in Arkansas really? and Kentucky. Kentucky, like literally, I lived in Bear Branch, Kentucky, is like the place I lived in. Of course you did. Ev- Why do you mean? Bear, Bear Branch. Hey, there's a B Branch in Arkansas. See? They're, really? brother, they're brother and sister. B Branch and Bear Branch. <laughs> they're just sister cities. For real? Yeah. No. No, wait. Nah, what? I we don't know. know. We don't know. We don't know who named the city. No, Canaan? this we're saying it, it really is a place called B Branch. Oh, there really is a there, place called oh, B Branch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is? yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that before. 
But no. um. And now you know. <laughs> there's only in Kentucky when I lived on that road. There's only two people that were not related to you on that road. Wow. Oh wow. And like there's like at least twenty houses. You know why? Wait for it, Cam. Because it's a small world. Uh, After all. Come on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I agree with Cam. <laughs> so, Cam, tell us a little bit about uh, your first experience in ministry and what your crowd looks like and that audience engagement. Because I want to encourage Canaan. They're not always going to be fired up and excited about what they're hearing or maybe even what the Lord's speaking to them about through you. Oh, yeah. That's kind of already happened to me. Yeah. People not listening to what I say. The very first time I was ever really in front of people, not speaking, but but like just leading was, was musically, obviously, in that youth band. And some Wednesdays we had 15 people, but... It grew. We actually grew it to like 100, 150 students. It was crazy. It was great. But it was a small town, and no one had anything else to do, so they all came, and it was great. Um, came, and it was a small town, after all. Oh, gosh. Really? Can you please stop using phrase movies? But, um, but, um, but as far as speaking, the first time I ever spoke, um, there was probably like, 20 or 30 people there. It was a small church. When you started? Yeah. Well, because I, I was... How many just, were left by the time you finished the message? There was like 50. <laughs> they were just coming in, like just kicking down the doors, trying to get in. Like, oh my gosh, I got to hear this word. No. Uh, I think that's a Bible story you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> no. The, well, the reason there was that many people was because it was a small church and I was filling in. You know, it was just a... Small church. Oh. After all. No, oh, really? brother. This guy don't. stinks. And now he's changed it to biblical phrases. That's Movie right. biblical phrases, really. Um, so, yeah. So I had a little bit bigger crowd, but I was I was filling in. You know, it wasn't just like my, my own thing. And that's kind of how it's always been on a speaking level is it's always been just me filling in. You know, when I, I, I was a youth pastor for a little while. And when I was a youth pastor, when I started out as a youth pastor, um, we had... We had like six students. Yeah. Yeah. Six? Yep. Oh, wow. So it grew to like 15. Yeah. But that's it. So the two we started off speaking to became a group of around 40 before I left and went into pastoral ministry uh, whenever I left that position as youth pastor. And it was mostly people that were there in the neighborhood. And you got to reach people where you are. You know, God calls you in a ministry. He equips you perfectly for what he calls you to do and so uh god is going to to give you the knowledge and wisdom and experience you need to be able to reach the people that he wants to use you to reach and he blesses um those that are faithful to follow him and that's what this whole podcast is about following god anywhere and Canaan, we're excited to have you on here today and so excited to see what god might be using you to do in the near future yeah. and in the distant future as you continue to respond to the call that God very well could be placing on your life. But I got, I got a question for you. I got an answer for you. You said that God equips you to reach the people that are around you. Yeah. But can't that mean you are going to reach the world? The world. Because it's a... 
Small world. Oh, oh now you're using his words against him. Yeah, no, hey, that's that's true. That's biblical, <laughs> right? We we are going to be witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Syria, uh, Samaria, 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 Samaria. If you're from Kentucky, <laughs> Kentucky. Jerusalem, and Judea, and Samaria, and to Pace, the ends of the earth, Milton. The, oh no, you got to throw that King James out there, Canaan, the uttermost part I mean, of I the th- earth. I've memorized that verse at Alana before. That's how I know it. Mm. Adrian Rogers used to say, the Lord took them from the guttermost to the what? uttermost. Or something like that. The uttermost? Yeah. Said no, the, the guttermost to the, to the uttermost. Yeah, from the guttermost to the uttermost. Mm. Uttermost them. sounds like a cow part. Yeah, that's KJV. Who said that? Uh, I don't know. I think it was Adrian Rogers. It might have been Billy Graham. When you're looking at a those... cow, you got to reach into the uttermost <laughs> part. It's one of those famous preachers out there in Kentucky. Kentucky. It's a small world after all. You don't have to see Cam Kentucker. Kentucky. Oh, Cam. He's just a old LSU fan, that's what? all. He just he just mad that they can't compete with Kentucky in basketball. Oh, you mean yeah. Or football this year. Or football? Can't compete with them in any sport. I'd say Kentucky has like the best. <laughs> probably beat them in baseball. Oh, yeah. Really? LSU's got could a baseball be, team. Could they beat Cincinnati in baseball? Oh. Probably. The Cincinnati Bengals? No, the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> oh, kidding. the Reds. Yeah, yeah, probably not because the Reds <laughs> the, are professional. I think team. they could beat the Cincinnati Bengals in baseball. And that's why I also was, I when I lived in Ohio, I lived near the Cincinnati Reds Stadium. Wow. Oh, were you a Reds fan? Uh, I have a. Uh, my uncle from my dad's side, like, got me this thing called Reds Heads Fan or mm-hmm. something. It was a long, really long time ago. I have, like, a fake little jersey or something from it. That's cool. We, we got to wrap it up. But real quick, who's your favorite Reds player of all time? I don't pay attention to the oh, names. Oh, come on. You got to say Ken Griffey Jr. I don't pay, pay attention to the names. Ken Griffey. Uh, Cam, you remember when Ken Griffey played for the Seattle Mariners with A-Rod? Yes. That was the team. I was going to say, I didn't even know he played for the Reds because that was... Yeah, that was after he was a stud. He was a stud in Seattle. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was a home run hitter. And then he went to Cincinnati to retire. Yeah, that's weird. Started playing like a dad or something. Yeah. I don't know. He's probably still good, but I stopped watching him after he left Seattle. Yeah. 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 That was when Ken Griffey Jr. and then Sammy Sosa and Martin McGuire, when all those guys were hitting home runs. Yeah. 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 And then found out they were all All on drugs. Performance-enhancing substances. But, um, yeah. My pecs, little man. There you go. There you go. Well, hey, Kanan, thanks for joining us. Uh, Just continue to be faithful, to do what God has called you to do. Uh, Stay focused on his word and reaching people and pointing people to Jesus. Look for those opportunities to invite people to church and talk to people about what God has done in your life, what he is doing in your life. And we're excited to see what the Lord has in store for you and for the ministry that he very possibly is calling you into and it's really cool to see how you're already getting involved and thinking creatively yeah. about doing church and even preaching to your your siblings and getting that experience at a young age. And just remember, when God opens a door, nobody can close it, and he will give you the 
the strengths and the qualities needed to do what he's calling you to do. And so look forward to seeing what that is going to look like. And Cam, don't want to get off here without telling everybody to come join us on the 28th for your ordination service yep making it official that's right i guess i mean i think it's already <laughs> official you're the worship pastor pretty, yeah but uh it's been like 12 years in the making yeah nailing it down <laughs> and saying yes uh when he was how old i was in the sixth, sixth grade, grade. Yep. God called him into ministry, and we are confirming and affirming that we see that in him, and we're excited to have him on board here, and we believe that God has got great things in store for Emmanuel Baptist Church in Canaan. That's right. We're glad to have you on board with us. Thank you. And uh, look forward to seeing what all God's going to do here uh, through Cam and uh, the praise team and everybody else. That's right. That's uh, partners in the gospel to reach this county, this city, this state, this country, and ultimately the small world. The small world. After all, I knew you were going to close with that. After I knew all. you were going to close with that. And uh, so, with that in mind, I would play "It's a Small World," but Disney would probably. They, see they us. yeah, that that in mind, we'll uh, not play the audio because we don't want to get this stripped off. Why do you want Disney? What's yeah, wrong with Disney? All about the copyright. No, they they just. They, they won't sue you. They, they are. Disney's they, the worst about that. They 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 listen. They find it. They got Google, Siri, Alexa, and Zuckerberg all on their side. It's true. Zuckerberg. Yeah. What? Yeah. Facebook <laughs> CEO. I think you mean Meta. Meta CEO. That's right. So weird. Yeah, it's weird. Okay. Meta? Anyway, this is episode forty-one of the Follow You Anywhere podcast. We'll see you guys next time with episode forty-two. See you.